Hello and welcome to Heroes Unmasked, staff stories from Leeds Teaching Hospital's NHS Trust with me, Caroline Verdon. Here's a question for you. What do world-class Mahjong players and professional footballers have to do with Leeds Teaching Hospitals? Answer? They all work for the hospitals. This series goes behind the scenes to meet directors, doctors, support staff and everyone in between to find out who the people behind the masks really are. Hello and welcome. Uh, This week we speak to Georgie Duncan. Now, she is the Deputy CCIO at Leeds Teaching Hospitals NHS Trust. But what a lot of people don't know about her is that her passion is for volunteering. So tell us a little bit, Georgie, about where this passion stems from. What's really important to me is the, the communities that we all live in and we're all part of those communities and those communities can only be as good as how we all contribute in our own way, whatever that might be. So I've been a parent governor at my children's school and whilst I don't have a education background, came at it with a focus on trying to do the best for every child that goes to school and making sure that that education and that learning environment was as supportive as possible. And so that means within that governing body, um, wanting assurance and governance and questioning and challenge in a proactive way way and actually the job that I do within the NHS really helped me within that role because I was used to providing assurance and governance and things so I've really enjoyed that and and things like after the pandemic being be able to go back and do visits in the classroom and see all the children and how they're learning and their enthusiasms and everything has been fabulous it's really rewarding it is time consuming but you know you go in with an open mind to it and I've learned lots doing that as well. I think that's a thing, isn't it? We often see volunteers wanted, volunteers needed, posts across Facebook and, and social media and, and here, there and everywhere. And there is that concern about time and how mm. much time it's going to take. And well, I've got, you know, I'm trying to hold down a job and I'm trying to look after my family. And how do you find the time to balance it? Sometimes it's sort of prioritisation as in practical things but also I wanted our children to grow up seeing that supporting others and volunteering as being a normal thing so some volunteering roles will take up a lot of time but there are other things that people can do so for example I volunteer at park run um, sometimes at the senior park run on a Saturday but more at the junior park run so my daughter goes and runs around and I um, I might be a marshal or I might be a timekeeper and literally that sort of 40, 50 minutes out of our Sunday morning, she goes and has a lovely time. I get to cheer all the little ones running around. It's fabulous. And it's such a lovely way to start the day. So I would say, think about, you know, it doesn't have to be skilled. Sadly, food banks and things are wanting people to assist there or people are in a position to to donate to a food bank and that sort of thing. I think that societal contribution can be in evidence in so many different ways but it's sort of just stopping and thinking about how you might be able to contribute I think and if if I can encourage and enthuse other people to do that then that's a that's a good thing. When you do volunteer for things 
yes, you are giving back to the community and yes, you are helping out, but also you get quite a lot from it yourself as well. It's not a one-way street. No, exactly. I think it's hugely rewarding and that sense of well-being that you've done something that might have a positive impact on other people, but also you can use your own experience, whatever that might be, to support others. You know, in the past, my dad has taught as a volunteer cycling proficiency for children at school. And, you know, and for him, that's meant that children can get on a bike and they're safe on the roads. Well, I can't think of anything more wonderful than that. But as a child growing up, I saw him doing that. And so that it's almost as if it's evolved through to myself and I hope in due course, maybe to my own children. In fact, my daughter does volunteer at Junior Park Run. Sometimes we tail walk. And so she gets a volunteer credit and it's a big it's a big deal for her, you know, that, that she, it will get her T-shirt soon to say that she's done 25 volunteers. But that's, you know, for, for a child of nine, that, that's an important thing. And, they, and, and, and she can articulate, you know, why that's nice and why she enjoys it. And I think, as you said, there are there are so many different ways of volunteering and I think sometimes we get stuck in a bit of a rut where we think well what have what have I got to give and the answer is whoever you are there's so much there'll be life experiences that you have that you could help other people through things or with things or yeah and and sometimes it doesn't always have to be formal so um you know it could be mowing somebody's lawn or going to do shopping for an elderly neighbour or it could be going into school and listening to children read because we all take many of us will take reading for granted but actually there are many children that struggle with that or because of the family setup they might not have books at home and things like that so it's it's the, the huge variety of things that we could do i can't i can't encourage people enough it, it builds a nice community and a nice place to live as well there's i know you know i'm lucky we're in a little village um there's lots of opportunities for volunteering and lots of people do and it's a great way to meet new people and to also have a support structure we know where you live through volunteering and helping out and doing bits and bobs you know we've had days where something's happened and we can't get to school to pick the kids up well actually we we know so many people here that someone else can pick the kids up from school for us and and panic averted you know crisis over kind of thing um and there's a lot there's a lot to to be gained from it i think so and also there is that um if i say about that sort of the, the mental health support of you've already alluded to it friendship informal or formal um and yes that that knowing that you're perhaps not on your own sometimes you know i know people who um go to park run on a a saturday and for some of them that might be the only contact they have with other people during the week and that sense of community and belonging and yes kindred spirits or encouraging others or it's I just think it's something that's um something that needs highlighting more that it doesn't have to take up a lot of time and you can do as much or as little as you want um 
but that the fulfilling nature of it and wanting to make an area or community or wider community the, the, the best we, we can be through, I suppose, role modelling good behaviours as well for others that they see that that's normal to do that. Um, so, yes, it's great and would encourage others. And is there any um, volunteering that you've done that's particularly stood out in your mind or something in particular that you've really enjoyed or something that surprised you or when I before I started nursing I did a couple of things so in in the sixth form in fact I uh, went and did and um, when I was doing my A-levels I went and worked at a hospital did a, sh- a sort of shift once a week and and went with involuntary capacity um uh, making um so just making beds and things like that but that sort of cemented my uh desire to um to be a nurse and then before I started nursing I actually went off to um, Bangladesh and I um, supported work in a feeding centre for children who were very malnourished in the middle of nowhere you know wearing the 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 local clothes couldn't speak any of the language but actually for all these children that were protein deficient and very malnourished to be there and assist with sort of supporting babies eating and and supporting families and things was hugely rewarding as a frankly bit of a naive sort of 18 19 year old at the time but I think that cemented my ideas at that point that there's lots that we can all do and but also so that you get a, a wider perspective of what's going on in the world and things so you know there are young particularly as we're coming out of the pandemic now young adults are able to start doing that sort of volunteering through Prince's Trust and lots of different mental health charities and things at home and abroad and it's just finding what's right for you I think and and for me going back to what I saw in Bangladesh some of the stuff I saw was quite harrowing but actually I was still very grateful that I'd had the opportunity to go and contribute at the time and then do my nurse training and and onwards and everything so for me that was the right move at the at, at the time. And you mentioned earlier that there was one piece of volunteering that you haven't been able to do, but you would love to be able to get involved in. And it's via an app or online and it's called Good Gym. What's that? I'm really, the because of where we live in quite a rural area, I can't go and do this. You meet with other people, you can run to a place or an area who needs some work doing it might be digging on an allotment or it might be moving things for an elderly person but you go as a collective so there's that sense of community you're getting fit but you're also doing a sort of job and task once you get there it's all around the country but tends to be based more within sort of city type areas but I I love the idea of doing that I used to live in London and so there's loads in London which I'd be part of if I was there so no I just like that idea of volunteering and fitness combined is it's a lovely idea for me what a clever combination of something that's good for the body and good for the soul I love it uh, Georgie thank you so much for talking to us today I really appreciate it coming up on next week's episode we speak to Luke White who is a senior project nurse and part of the professional development team but what a lot of people don't know about him is that he's also deaf which is something he has definitely not let stand in his way 
Uh, We'll find out more about Luke and his journey into the NHS on next week's episode. Heroes Unmasked is an Under the Mast audio production.